Hello, you're listening to episode 76 of It's an Adventure with Daniel and Victor. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can donate to this podcast on Anchor. And if you like us, tell a friend. You guys need to cool it with the internet use. We machines can only take so many people streaming Tiger King. And porn. You motherfuckers watch a lot of porn. So much porn. Enjoy this week's episode. Live. We're live? Yeah. I just woke up. Yeah. I'm a little tired. I, I woke up not too long ago either. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, go ahead. No, I woke up like about half an hour ago. And I'm all like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was sick. I'm at my parents' house and I do this weird thing where... I fall asleep on the couch, and then I have to go to bed, so I'm only getting, like, six hours of sleep, so I'm I'm, very upset. I'm trying to get, like, eight hours of sleep, but I would, uh, is there, like, a weed whacker outside your door or something? Oh, fucking, yeah, goddammit. Let me see. That fucking weed whacker. Weed whackers are not essential. (laughs) How does that sound? That sounds way better. Okay, fucking peace, goddamn it. Yeah, I know. I don't know why we need to do the goddamn lawn right now. <laughs> it's all um, good, man. We all gotta do our lawns. But yeah, I've been right. I've been like trying to get like eight hours of sleep, but every like halfway through my sleep, like I only <laughs> sleep for like four or five hours and then I wake up and then I stay up for two hours because I don't know, like my body just just like get up, bitch, get up. And, what do you do during those two hours? Do you just lay there? Well, tonight, well, this morning, I was, um, I woke up at six. Like, I, I went, I go to sleep pretty late because I've just yeah. been doing that because of comedy. That's how I've just been uh, accustomed to what I've been accustomed yeah. to. So I've been sleeping like around two or three, but I'm trying to like cut that back. It's just hard once your body's like so used to it. Used to it, yeah. But like every, every day I wake up like around between six and seven in and around <clears> there, sometimes like around five. I'm just fully awake, boom, ready to go. And I'm like, fuck. And so today, I woke up at 6, and I'm like, uh... And then what usually happens is when I wake up is like, that's when I'm at my my most anxious. Every time I wake up in the morning, I'm I'm useless. Like, I I can't, like, everything that I'm worried about bugs me at that moment. Right, And I've been worried about a lot of things. (laughs) You're useless most of the time. I am. I am. I am useless most of the time, but in the morning, I'm, I'm extra useless. Okay, got you, I got you. But what I did when I woke up was like, fuck, like, I can't go to sleep. And so I checked to see if my old laptop was working. I have like a, an HP laptop that I had back in high school that's around, uh, it's almost like, it's 12 years old, somewhere around there. And I wanted to see if it, if it worked so I can give it to my dad because... He asked me to find him like good listings for laptops. Yeah. Because he's been so bored staying inside. He wants to like browse the internet and shit and he doesn't want to do it on his phone. So I was going to try and see if that worked. But that shit is so old, it barely connects to the internet. Oh, shit. And it doesn't, it's so old, it, it runs on like Windows Vista. And all of the internet oh browsers don't, um, don't cover that anymore. They don't support that shit. And then. You said that was like. Sorry, you said that it was like 12 years old back 12, when you were in high school? Yeah, 12 years old. So, Jesus. And uh, I'm like, okay, I, I'm trying to see if I could update it to Windows 7. 
but right now everyone's using Windows 10. <laughs> and it couldn't even upgrade to Windows 7, so I, I just, uh, it's a lost cause. So I just gave up. You're upgrading to an inferior product that everyone has already moved past, but it's like, oh, I'm finally going to buy a PlayStation 3. Yeah, you know, basically. That's funny, though. That's pretty, it's good that you're trying to help your dad out, though. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. old and shit, so he needs to stay inside. Even though he's not here right now, I don't know where the fuck he is, motherfucker. Oh, did he just disappear? Yeah, he probably went out or something. He, he probably he didn't take his car, probably took his bike, so I'm imagining he's on a bike ride. Yeah. Oh, that's good, then. Yeah. Get exercise, Daniel. Yeah, he's been building shit. Like, he's been, like, making doors and stuff, replacing some of the doors around the house, so... Carpentry has been a yeah sex dungeons dude in the garage. That's what he's been up to. <laughs> um, hey Daniel, have you ever heard of a show called Kenny versus Spenny? No, I haven't. Kenny versus Spenny is a Canadian show, and it's quite good. It's combined jackass with impractical jokers, gotcha. and that's what this is. Um, but I've been watching it during our quarantine. This is what our third time doing a quarantine show. Yeah, third quarantine show, man. Like I said, no plague's gonna stop us, bro. We're gonna nope. keep recording and doing this shit. But um, so the premise of the show is that they're two friends and they compete in a um, they do a competition and whoever loses gets humiliated. So, like for example, last night I saw one. Who can stand the longest, right? So it gave me an idea. What are some of the dumbest competitions in the world? And I have a list of 25, and we're going to go through some of these today. Nice. If that's all right with you. That's that's fine with me. I'm cool with that. I, I just felt like we need some structure to our lives, Daniel. Yeah. Everything's going to shit. We need to keep our minds active you know keep our minds active and, and busy and all that bleh. so uh number 25 dumbest sport ever invented bog snorkeling is that where <laughs> you like put a sn okay go ahead explain that. i was gonna no, guess no, no. it there you you guess what it is that's a good thing like that's a good idea you guess what it is, and then I'll tell you what it is. So, right. what is bog snorkeling? Daniel? All right. So, I know in England they call toilets bogs. So, I imagine <laughs> somebody puts a snorkel on, and then they stick their face in a toilet. Um, close. Bog snorkeling invented in Wales in 1976. Actually, give me one second. Hang on. Can we pause? I'm just gonna leave and close the store real quick. You leave. You leave and never come back. Okay. I don't need Victor. I can do this podcast on my own. Hey there, guys. Welcome to It's an Adventure with Daniel Farius and only Daniel Farius. Victor has retired. Uh, he caught the COVID, and now he's fired. Yeah. No, he didn't catch the COVID. He's fine. Nobody catch that shit. That shit's bitch-ass shit. Um, that was my favorite part in, like, dog movies where they're like, get out of here. Yeah. I never loved you anyway. Get out. You can't fight. <laughs> that's true. Isn't that like in uh, the My Dog Skip? Yeah, my, Where Ma Malcolm right. in the middle yells at him like, Get out of here. You're embarrassing like, me. Him love too. Yeah, yeah, dude. That movie's um, sad. <laughs> so anyway, um, invented in Wales in 1976. By the way, I'm on list25.com. Bog snorkeling is a sporting event 
that consists of competitors completing two consecutive lengths of a water-filled trench cut through a peat bog in the shortest time possible. Competitors wear snorkels and flippers and complete the course without using conventional swimming strokes, relying on flipper power line, power alone. Uh, and I'm looking at a picture of it, and it's just this guy swimming in completely dirty water, and that's why it's on this list. That sounds gross, dude. It looks pretty bad. Um, we're going to skip a couple of these. Number 23, dumbest. Cheese rolling. Daniel, what do you think that is? That's where they take a, a, a wheel of cheese, right? A giant wheel of cheese, and then they roll that shit down the hill. And I think it could be like a race. Whoever's uh, wheel of cheese gets to the bottom of the hill first wins. Okay. Let me look it up because this thing doesn't explain what it is. <laughs> cheese rolling competition. Um... Annual event held on the spring bank holiday at it was traditionally held by fucking Christ. Oh, I think it is just people taking wheels of cheese and Bingo. rolling it down. I was right, son. Uh, yeah. Uh, the second proposal is pagan origins for the custom of rolling objects down the hill. It is thought that bundles of burning bush bushwood were rolled down the hill to represent the birth of the new year after winter. Oh, and hey, happy spring, Daniel. We missed it last time. Oh my god, happy spring. March 21st was the beginning of spring. We should have been doing a cheese rolling competition. Yeah, out six feet apart, right? Six feet apart, yeah. Uh, number 22, what do you think chess boxing is? That's uh, where you play chess, right, with somebody? But mm -hmm. for every move that you make, you also hit that person in the face. So, the match consists of 11 rounds in all. Six rounds of chess and five rounds of boxing. With one minute intervals between rounds. Each player has boxing gloves which are removed for the chess round. So, I saw a video of this while we were waiting to, um, to start this thing. It's literally just... They play chess, and then they take the table away, and they start boxing in the middle of the ring. That sounds like a fun time, dude. I want to play that shit. I don't. We know should play I, that when this is all said and done. Let's play hey, chess boxing. What what number? Uh, we're still quite a ways away from our hundredth episode, aren't we? This one is episode seventy six. Ah, uh, that's like still half a year. Yeah, when this is done, well, hell. We might not get out of here till half a year from now. Oh my god, don't say that. But that should be... Yeah, this will be our celebration. Is chess... Too, have you ever boxed before? Me? No, but actually I wouldn't mind uh, learning how to box. I've actually uh, really got into combat sports recently. Like, I'm oh, a yeah? big fan of, like, like believe it or not, MMA. And, and I follow the boxing. Like, I, uh, I was really hyped to see uh, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 2. That shit mm -hmm. was pretty cool. I haven't seen the whole thing because I, I didn't pay for the pay-per-view. But those highlights, dude, they got those highlights on YouTube. Oh, my God. Well, I, I mean, I like, I like always watching those videos of um, those slapping competitions. Yeah, like in Russia? Yeah. <laughs> With some guy who only has one huge arm. 
and he slaps so hard that the guy gets knocked out and starts bleeding. Yeah, that they have um, what the fuck? Like I like the ones where like they they slap each other or one person yeah. slaps the other guy and the guy stumbles like he's about to like faint. But no, he holds on, and then there's people behind him, like, cheering him on, like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, stay with us, stay with us, and I'm all like, that guy just got a concussion, dude. <laughs> the guy's about to die. You hit him one um, more time, he's gonna forget the names of his family. He's gonna forget his wedding. <laughs> um, uh, hey, Daniel, I got, a, I got a, a contact sport maybe you and I could do. Oh, yeah. Because it requires nothing. What do you think shin kicking is? That's where you, uh, you kick... Someone in the shit, and whoever's a, a bitch quits, and you win. Simply put, competitors hold on to each other and then kick each other's shins until one of them falls over. And yes, it is just as painful as it sounds. That sounds awful, dude. I don't know why that. What? It sounds this like they, they play that shit in Guantanamo Bay. Well, you ever. In school, did you ever play. Did you ever play. <laughs> um. Bloody Knuckles? I did. No, actually I didn't because I was a bitch. But I would watch other people play Bloody Knuckles. Because which one? Which one's the one? Okay, there's two. One is where you just punch each other's knuckles yeah. until one of you gets up, gets like quits. The other one is the one I'm thinking of where you roll the quarter. Like you put your fist down on the table and then you the quarter into your into the fist until one of you just stops yeah i remember when, people fuck up their knuckles that way see I back, when i was when i was a kid i'd watch all these people play these games where they'd fuck each other up and i was just never yeah. into that man i don't i didn't like roughhousing i wasn't a very uh very roughhousing boy well and with bloody knuckles there's that constant question of why what's the point what's the point exactly that's You're what just I would always. That's what I would always ask these people. Like, why would I want to play this game? I'm just hurting yeah. my hand. That's not very fun. In middle school, we used to play this game called um, Suicide. Do you know what Suicide is? Uh, <coughs> I, I know, I know what it is, but remind me. Suicide is a game where um, we would play it at the handball courts. We would get like a, a little handball. We mm -hmm. throw it up against the wall, right? And uh, there's be like 30 people playing. Uh, okay. If you, for whatever reason, miss the wall on your first throw, say yeah. like you throw the ball and you completely miss and it goes over the wall, or you, you throw the ball and it hits the ground and then the wall, um, yeah. you now have to go run and touch the uh, the wall. And uh, as you do oh, it, though, right. as before you do it, though, everybody who's playing has to sock the shit out of you. Wait, punch you? Yeah. Or? So if you miss Wait. the wall, everybody has a uh, has free range to hit you up until you go and touch the wall. And once you touch the wall, you're safe. Oh, you know, because I, I I guess I played a different version of that, um, a version that makes more sense. When you go and touch the wall, people just throw the ball at you until you come back. Oh, sometimes people did that too. That was a part okay. of the punching up until you hit the <laughs> until you touch the I'm wall. Like, so, because it sounds weird where they chase the guy to punch him yeah. until he touches it. So, yeah, like, literally 40 people would play this game, and if you miss the wall, you just get jumped. Jesus. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. You played this game? 
Uh, I didn't play. I hung out by the side and watched other people play it, and then I would get the ball and toss it too. See, I wouldn't. Okay. I I wasn't brave. I wasn't like straight in the middle. Like you were just scared. Yeah, I was just scared and watching all the carnage around me. A scared little child. Yeah, Daniel. And then there there'd be people. There'd be people who would play, and it would. They were bitches. Not bitches to where like they didn't want to get hit. Obviously, the right. game was stupid. But these people right. were even dumber because they throw the ball right, miss the wall. And people would come up to punch him, and he'd be like, if any of you motherfuckers punch me, I'll punch you back. If any of you motherfuckers <laughs> punch me, I'll punch you back. And then that's how fights started. Because yeah. the guy would punch, they, the guy would get punched, and then he would start punching other people. I'm like, you don't, okay, if you're going to play this insane game, dude, you have to abide by the rules. You can't oh, punch yeah. other people back. It's like, you don't bring a knife to a boxing match. You know, that's no. how people get hurt. That's how people get hurt, dude. Right. Um, well, let's see if suicide is on is on this best competitive list. If it's not, we should add it to the list ourselves. I feel like if if it is, it's like who can kill themselves the quickest wins. <laughs> um, hey, what do you think toe wrestling is? That's where you try and play like thumb war, but with your uh -huh. big toe. Yes. Um, in toe wrestling, the toe competitors sit opposite each other with their feet on a board, lock toes, and try to force the opponent's the opponent's foot down. It's the best of three rounds. The best part: each round is known as a toe down. Uh, unsurprisingly, the sport was invented in the UK. Why is the UK so boring? I don't know, dude. They're on an island. I would imagine it gets pretty boring. You know? That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like eating all those crumpets and shit. Like, would they have to come up with, like, wacky shit? Um, <laughs> by the way, the, this game was invented by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, dude. That guy's all into feet. Yeah, what? That's, like, confirmed, right? Yeah, dude. It's He has it as a, as a thing in all of his movies. He has to show, like, girly feet. Women feet. Like, uh, yeah, like, I mean, Uma Thurman's feet in uh, fucking Pulp Fiction and everything. Margot Robbie's like, feet in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But has he come out and said that he has a foot fetish? I think he might have. Okay. That guy, he's just, just insane. I think he just goes, uh, like, spends most of the year doing blow, and then every five years he makes a movie. <laughs> yeah, well, and then I mean... He spends all that other time looking at pictures... Of dirty feet, dude, and they're always dirty, man. They're fucking yeah, they're filthy. Clean. They're not clean. It's um remember he didn't go to film school, he went to film. He went to that's film. That's why dude. he's such a good yeah, that's why he's such a good director. He worked at a at a video rental place on Hollywood Boulevard, alright? Mm -hmm. That was his film school. Yeah. And listen, for those of you thinking we're making fun of him. No, he actually said that. He did. He said that's why he's a filmmaker. We don't have to... I found out, dude, I don't have to make fun of Quentin Tarantino. That guy, you just watch one of his interviews and you just can't help but facepalm sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, what do you think extreme ironing is? That is where... It's like a marathon of ironing, right? They give you a shit ton of shirts that are just wrinkled. Wrinkled as hell, dude. And you have to iron all of those motherfuckers within 
uh, a ridiculous short amount of time. So okay. I want to say, like, you get 50 shirts and you have to iron all of those within 10 minutes. Oh, that sounds that sounds like a good competition. And you're competing against other people. And it's not just quantity. You also, like, um, they have to be actually be ironed. Yeah, you know? and if you, they don't, if you don't iron a shirt, then that they give you free range to, like, slap you or something. I don't know. It's like suicide. Yeah, they throw the ball at you. They you know the if you don't if you don't iron the uh, all of the shirts within the time they take the iron that you're using and brand yeah. you with it. Oh God, I just I just realized what that was what that would feel like. Dude, have you ever um, been branded by an iron? No, have you? I have. I remember this one time wow. I was in fourth grade. My brother left like a, a searing iron on the on the floor. And uh, I was a genius and, like, laid right next to it. And then I turned myself over, right? Wait, what? Why did you lay next to the iron? I might have not known it was there. <laughs> Wait. I was watching Saturday morning cartoons, dude. I was all in the Yu-Gi-Oh, okay? Merrick and Yugi were dueling, all right? It was Yugi's Cypher, the Sky Dragon, versus uh, Merrick's Wing Dragon of Raw, and I was all into that shit. I'm all like, oh my god, who's gonna get sent to the Shadow Realm? And I roll over, and my arm, bam, touches that iron, and I get a, I get a, an iron brand, like a, a burn, <laughs> that's in the shape of like an iron, and that stays on my arm for like two weeks. What the fuck? But I mean, I'm still just trying to, it's like you drove into a boulder in the middle of the road during daylight. If the bull, if I didn't know the boulder was there... No, but like, how did you not know it was there? It's I was, fire. I didn't have any situational awareness. Bro, I was 10. I was dumb when I was 10. Yeah, I, it went dumb when you were 10? I'm dumb now, dude. Ima <laughs> dude, if I was 10, if I'm dumb imagine now, if I'm dumb now, imagine how dumb I was when I was 10. Imagine 10 year old Daniel, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on now. Um, anyway, uh, that's not what extreme ironing is at all. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Extreme ironing is an extreme sport in which people take ironing boards to crazy locations and iron and iron items of clothing. The sport has taken place in many bizarre lo locations. These places include on a mountainside, in a canoe, on a sea bottom, and while parachuting. How do you do something on the sea bottom? How do you do something while how do you iron something while parachuting? That I sounds like a safety hazard. Let me see. I'm going to look up some pictures and see. Because do you take the board with you? Extreme ironing. Yeah. Parachute. And I'm doing this one-handed, so it's taking a while. Are you searching like Google Images or something? Yeah. Or something. Extreme ironing. Okay, so they have, they have a board. I, I mean, it's exactly what you would think. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, dude. I can see it right now. They uh, they are. It's like looks like three people here, and they got an iron. <laughs> and they're trying to <laughs> they, iron know, they're like all in formation. Yeah, they're all in formation. That's just so dumb. But, but like, do you let go of the board when you pull your chute? Or will it rip your hand off if you try to hold on to it? I guess. I, there's. Wait, a, I'm getting a, a pictures too of people ironing on uh, cliffs and rocks, giant rocks. Yes. Yeah, I got that one too. Oh, here's um, one of a guy ironing, and there's a shark behind him. 
He's doing it underwater. Right. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They, um... Oh, God. Sorry, I just read number 13. What was Daniel, that? Daniel, what do you think belly flopping is? That's where you flop on per belly flop on purpose into a pool? <sighs> that yeah. hurts. And just letting you know, I just found the uh, the image I'm going to use for the thumbnail. This is great. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't even want to ask. I'll wait till the thumbnail. Gotcha. Um, belly flopping is a Norwegian sport where the normal fear you get when diving becomes the goal. Competitors have to jump from a 10-meter height that's 33 feet with their bodies as stretched out as possible. They then curl into a ball immediately before hitting the water. The diver who stays in the flat position the longest wins. Ugh. So that... you're not supposed to like actually belly flop, but if you go too late, you'll belly flop. That I don't know how. Why, dude? I mean, all of these, all the people who are doing all these challenges are are men. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, no, no woman is dumb enough to do something like this. Why is it that, that a thing with guys, man, that we just like doing stupid shit that could probably kill us? Hurt us, yeah. Is it, uh, to is it to impress people? You think back in the day cavemen were, like, doing these things, belly flopping? And well, didn't cavemen just, like, club a woman? And then when she wakes up, he's like she's his wife or something. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, times were different like, back then, man. Yeah, I think cavemen—they were too busy fighting off dinosaurs and like I don't know, jaguars and woolly mammoths, dude. This. I've seen Ice Age. I know what that shit's like. Yeah, exactly. Did any of them have time to uh, to do belly flopping competitions? I don't think so, man. No, they're too busy starving to death and freezing and, like, losing limbs due to frostbite and everything, you know? They were also too busy smelling, too. I bet they smelled like a motherfucker. Yeah. Ugh. Caveman didn't shower. What do you think cricket spitting is? <laughs> That's where you take... <laughs> I'm imagining you're taking crickets, right? Either they're live or they're they're cooked... And you are spitting them out of your mouth, and the person that spits the farthest wins. This delightful sport was developed in 1996 by entomologist Tom Turpin at Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana. Cricket spitting is a sport in which contestants put a dead cricket in their mouth and then spit it as far as they can. That shit like is how gross. I like how the, the further down the list we go, I'm still asking you your interpretation of the sport, but it just becomes more and more self-apparent. Like, <laughs> it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, I But you know what's funny? Out of all of those, out of the things we've done so far, cricket spinning would be the one that I'm most okay with. Really? Yeah, I'm not getting hurt. I'm not falling out of an airplane but trying to iron my shirt. Dog, you're like putting nasty-ass crickets in your mouth. But crickets, like, they won't kill you. That's They're true. Not, like, 
I've heard like, it, I've heard I've heard insects are are really healthy to eat. They're a great source of uh, vitamins, minerals, and protein. Believe it or and not, and protein exactly. Like you you can because like, I think I've had a cricket like you know in Arizona when they're like hey. You want to try this type thing? Well, that's another reason for me to never go to Arizona. Arizona, right? Well, and I and I'm half Mexican, so they're gonna shoot me on sight. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know what I mean? Like, so I've tried this stuff before. It's edible. You you'll be okay. But like, I'd rather do that than shin kicking. You know. That's true. At least eating um, a cricket won't like hurt you. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, and, and like you're spitting it out. So, like, even if you don't want to, like, eat the cricket, eat, that's not the point, you know? Yeah. All right. This one I actually, I haven't read what it is yet, but what do you think worm charming is? Worm charming? Yeah. That is, okay, so you stick, like, a giant worm thing mm-hmm. into, like, a jar, all right? A giant worm thing. A giant worm thing, like, I'm sure there's, like... The, the most giant worm out there, okay, and you, you find it, and then you stick it in a jar, and then you take out a flute, right, and you play yeah. that flute, and you try and, like, charm that worm the way that you would charm a cobra. Okay. Get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and you're pretty close, actually. The Ooh. practice of coaxing earthworms from wet dirt can be found all over the world, usually as a method of collecting bait for fishing. However, in England, they have turned it into a sport discipline. The World Worm Charming Championships has been held annually here since 1980, uh, going on 30 years strong. The wormers are given a little square of land to fiddle, grunt, and charm their way to glory by collecting more worms than anyone else. So you're pretty close, Daniel. Hell yeah, dude. I'm the master at guessing all these stories, dude. <laughs> what do you think limbo skating is? That is where you limbo, but with skates. How about that? Very good. <laughs> limbo skating is a sport in which a person drives on roller skates underneath a horizontally placed obstacle without touching it. I'm on a fucking this... roll. Hey, uh, where do you think it's played most? It's probably played in weird-ass England. Uh, the sport is very popular in India. Oh, shit! Particularly among kids. Some are able to limbo skate under poles that are just 23 centimeters, 9 inches above the ground. Wow. Um, but hey, never forget, England did occupy India. That's so, true. Uh, so it's basically... They brought basically, their weird-ass customs. Yeah, dude. Like cricket and shit. Right, right. Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. What do you think Buzgashi is? <laughs> Buzgashi? Yeah, B-U-Z-K-A-S-H-I. Okay. Buzgashi. Right. Buzgashi. Um, okay, so it sounds like Bukaki. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So I, But it's booze. So instead booze. of doing like a Bukaki on somebody, you do a Buzgashi, where you take bottles of booze, right... <laughs> And you just pour them over, I guess, a, a woman, as if like you're performing a bukkake. And then that say, woman is supposed to drink. What a bukkake is, Daniel. What'd you say? Remind us what a bukkake is. Oh, a bukkake is like a, it's like a special little tea party. <laughs> Look it up on Pornhub for anybody that's uh, 
confused or doesn't know what it is. Special little tea party. Yeah. So it's like that, but you pour booze all over the woman. Yeah, and the woman has to drink all of the booze. So the woman, oh. the woman has to like uh, come out of the whole affair uh, plastered. And if she doesn't come out of it plastered, then she loses. Uh, and what kind of booze are you pouring on the woman? Uh, all kinds of booze, like like tequilas and and like and the vodkas and the rums and the the fucking moonshine. Uh, so so she's like a Long Island iced tea. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's not what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally translated as goat pulling. Buzgashi is a brutal Central Asian sport in which horse-mounted players attempt to place a headless goat carcass in a goal. It is the national sport of Afghanistan. However, it was banned during the Taliban regime. Buzgashi matches are usually very fierce and can last for up to several days. Are you saying that this um, is the in, the the sport of Afghanistan? Yes. I okay. It it sounds like soccer on horses, and instead of a ball, it's a fucking goat head. head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a bit. I'd rather play Buzkashi, but uh, the way you said, but um, I don't think I'd do that one. Yeah, I don't think I'd do either. To tell you the truth. <laughs> Sorry, because um, I'm reading. I'm going ahead of the. Uh... Oh, by by the way, no, I don't want to do either. But like, you just said that you'd rather one, do the other one. You can't I take said that I'd shit back. Do the other one. It's on tape. It's on. It's on. It's on a waveform. Okay. My secret kink is out. <laughs> um. Oh, let me find. Let me see what's a good one. Give me a sec, sorry. It's alright, man. I'm just here trying to cut out um, Yugi Moto's head. On my phone. Cardboard, cardboard tube fighting. Ooh, that one sounds like fun. This one sounds good. Most of us did some... Oh, by the way, you should probably guess what it is. It's where you, like, uh, people take cardboard boxes, right? And they fashion those cardboard boxes into, like, I want to say armor... And like weapons, yes. so you have like yep. a cardboard box suit of armor, and then you have like a cardboard box sword, lance, spear, whatever. <laughs> lance spear. Most of us did some cardboard tube fighting as kids. Robert Easley, a social worker from the San Francisco Bay Area, did not want to abandon the cardboard fun as an adult. So what did he do? He founded the Cardboard Tube Fighting League. Tournaments and battles hosted by this now international organization are increasingly popular. Um, yeah, I... If they had this down here, I'd fucking join. I'd join too. That sounds like fun, man. And I'm looking at kids. They have shields and big cardboard rolls. They're just having fun. Yeah, dude. Like, even though I was never really into roughhousing... So there's some yeah. aspect of me that really wants to, like, fuck people up, but in a very safe way. In a safe way, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like sock and boppers. You remember sock and boppers? Yeah, I do. I do remember sock and boppers. Oh, I didn't tell you my, the way we played as a kid. Um, you know, 
you know the game lacrosse, obviously. Yeah. And by the way, that was number lacrosse was number fifteen in dumbest sports ever created. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, but uh, we I don't know if you had the, we had this plastic thing as a kid where like you would have a ball and you would toss it to each other, yeah, and it would like be a scooper type thing, yeah. So it would be like low key lacrosse. So we'd try we'd play lacrosse like that with those things, but we were kids. <laughs> And we didn't understand that, like, you're not supposed to swipe at the person. So whoever had the ball, we would just take the plastic scooper thing and start beating the shit out of whoever had the ball. And, like, people, like, and our school wasn't great because the things were, like, cut all the time and they never replaced them. So we would be, like, basically stabbing these people with plastic, uh, scoopers like sharpened plastic scoopers all recess until they took the toys away victor and that was what i never thought you were that violent as a kid man i've murdered people so i'm a pretty (laughs) violent guy i believe it i'm hey ladies out there i'm a rebel hey ladies out there he's a lady killer you know i'm kind of a bad boy you know, and I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> um, all right, we, we're down to the last three. Do you have any guesses on what these three are going to be? Um, all right, there is a. I remember there is this uh, thing that they do in England, I think, or Ireland, and I think it's called like wench carrying. And what they do oh. is like couples sign up for this, and uh, yeah. Like it's it's a girlfriend and a boyfriend, and the boyfriend yeah. has to complete a marathon, but with like his girlfriend like holding on to him, like a like a baby koala would hold on to its uh, koala mother, and they have to complete this sort of marathon. Like they have to climb monkey bars and shit, and go through like uh, mud trails and stuff, and all that. Well, Daniel, that's not in the top three, but very good that you brought that up because it was like. Somewhere in the middle of the pack. Gotcha. I just skipped it because it was kind of, uh, you know, kind of vanilla compared to <laughs> fucking extreme ironing, you know? <laughs> gotcha. Um, uh, hey, okay, let's say there are three left here. You you guessed one. I'll give you two more guesses, and then we'll uh, I'll reveal them. Gotcha. All right. I got uh, another one. Um, so there's that. What other ones? What other wacky shit have I seen on shitty syndicated uh, reality TV shows? Um, I damn, I don't know. I can't think of any other well, wacky I shit. I remember. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say um, this isn't part of it. But I remember there was one time at the rec room, you, me, Kenny, and Ashley, or whatever, like the group, were just watching like extreme freeze tag. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember that. What was that? Extreme freeze tag. It's like an obstacle. Co- oh, you know what? I think, I think I was trying to sober up after the show, <laughs> and you had already left. <laughs> yeah, I was drunk at home sleeping. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was trying to sober up, and Jason's like, "You want a beer?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's like combining fucking parkour with freeze tag. Where it's you know, like there's two people per round, 
and um, a chaser and a chaser and a uh, chasee, and they go around this um, kind of obstacle course for like uh, three minutes. And if the guy catches the guy first, then the chaser wins. But if the guy like gets away in these three minutes, then he wins. Very bizarre, but pretty cool. Gotcha. That sounds like an ex- that sounds like freeze tag, but for ninjas. Exactly. Oh yeah, it's cool. Like look it up on YouTube. It's pretty awesome. I think I've seen gifs of it on Reddit, and I'm like, damn, these guys, these guys are like Power Rangers. <laughs> no, dude, and it's like rounds last like three seconds most of the time. Crazy. So like, oh, go ahead. I said crazy. If the chase C wins, he's quite good. Um, number three, dumbest sport ever created quidditch i agree do you know that in long beach there is a quidditch league i know um based on the fictional game of the same name featured in the harry potter series quidditch and they misspelled it here but who gives a shit is a sport of two teams of seven seven players each player is mounted on broomsticks <sighs> played yeah. on a hockey rink sized playing field it is a weird mix of elements from rugby dodgeball and tag yeah I mean kind of vanilla and like mainstream for this list but I gotta agree it's it's pretty stupid I know people I know Harry Potter's really in and it's really popular but and if you play Quidditch you're a goddamn loser <laughs> 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 play, play some real sport yeah like soccer or something, or like lift weights. Yeah, <laughs> or, or or go get laid. How about that? Yeah, um, I don't know. I think I need to read the books because apparently the books are much better than the movies. But part of it was I had a girlfriend and I was at her house like every weekend type thing. I'd sleep over there, and she didn't have Netflix or anything, but she had cable. And every fucking weekend on ABC Family was Harry Potter weekend. So, like, I just got so turned off from Harry Potter after that day. Like, after our time together, you know? Yeah. Well, they play it, dude. They play they play Harry Potter, like, on repeat at, a, on, like, Freeform or whatever on during the That's holidays. What That's what I'm saying. Not even during the holidays. This was during the summer. Like, hey, Harry Potter weekend for the 10th weekend in the row. You know? Yeah. It's very, very annoying. All right. Um, number two, dumbest sport ever created. Rock, paper, scissors. Um, what do you think that is? Rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. Uh, that's a game where it's like um, you take like an actual rock, you take actual yeah. paper, and you take actual scissors, and then you, you try and kill the person with yeah. all three of those items. And if you kill somebody with paper, then you uh, you automatically win. It's like catching the oh. golden snitch. Like catching the golden snitch. Yeah. Um, close. Rock, paper, scissors is a composition where two lesbians smoke some crack cocaine and then scissor each other. And it is all recorded on paper. You're dumb. That's not it. <laughs> No, that's not it. Rock, paper, scissors is exactly what you think it is. It is the hand competition, I guess, is what you would call it. Yeah. But um, they do have world championships for it, and I believe that is why it's on this list. 
There's no skill involved in rock, paper, scissors, by the way. I mean, it's there, like a pure there, guessing game. There could be. If you know, like, uh, like if you're able to see people's, like, their their finger twitches or their hand twitches, and maybe you can predict <laughs> what tells. they're going to, yeah, you can predict what they're going to throw down, and then you throw down the counter to that, and then, boom, you win. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I'll let you defend that sport. I'll play Quidditch. <laughs> you, you play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Uh, hey, number one, I'll give you one more guess. Anything on what the number one dumbest sport is? The number one dumbest sport? Um, fuck. I'd say, like, um, damn, I don't know. Sumo wrestling! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, close, because there is, like, a very rich tradition behind this sport. Number one... Sport is dwarf tossing. Oh shit! That sounds that sounds offensive. <laughs> dwarf tossing is a controversial sport in which dwarfism affected people wearing special padded clothing or Velcro costumes are thrown onto mattresses or at Velcro coated walls. Participants compete to throw the dwarf the farthest. Imagine um, if they play that game and they don't have any permission from the dwarf to do this. Like, before you play this game, you have to go and catch, like, five dwarves. You, you have to catch the dwarf first. Yeah. <laughs> they, they put the dwarves in a pen and, like, boil <laughs> them up so that the people, like, run around and try to catch them, like chicken or something. Oh, that's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. Um, by the way, dwarf tossing was featured in the Martin Scorsese film Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, if yeah. you remember that. Yeah. Oh, well, that is it, Daniel. Those are the... We didn't go through all of the 25 dumbest, but like I said, a lot of those are kind of vanilla or a bit mainstream. Yeah. But these are some of the dumbest sports ever created. Hey, man, you um, were right. Those were pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> everyone, the ones you said would make more sense than most of them. Definitely. You know? Um, This isn't sponsored content, obviously, because... It's us, but um, I suggest everyone watch Kenny vs. Spenny. I think every episode has made me laugh out loud hard at least once. So I suggest oh, people don't. On YouTube I'm just for free. Sorry, go ahead, Daniel. I said I suggest people don't, but I'm just an asshole. It's called Kenny vs. Is it really on YouTube for free? Yeah, it's on YouTube for free because it used to be on like Canadian Broadcasting. Gotcha. And then Kenny Hotz, the main guy, just put it on his YouTube channel for free. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, check that out. Uh, things are getting loud in my house. So, what time are we at? We are at, we're almost at that time. We're at 46 minutes. Ah, perfect timing. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, lots of distractions here. I need to start leaving. I need to get something to eat first because I haven't eaten in like 12 hours. You you get your fill, man. I already ate. I, I had me a mint. Dark chocolate cliff bar. Okay. Okay. That, yeah. that was your breakfast. I'm gonna eat some. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat a banana and then maybe something else. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, don't judge my fucking breakfast, bro. Yes. You don't uh, know what yeah. I'm gonna eat You're next. Right. You don't know. I can make myself some fucking eggs with some avocados. All right. The fucking it's limitless, man. The possibilities. Yeah. It, it's limitless, and yet you 
stick to a mint cliff bar. Because I love those shits, man. If I can live off of them, I, I would. I would. All right? I if, if I had, dude, if I found myself a life-size, a human-size cliff bar, mint dark chocolate cliff bar, I'd marry it. I've never been a mint chocolate person. I've just come around to Thin Mints, if I'm being honest. Thin Mints are delicious, dude. I uh, you gotta eat more, dude. Uh, you got you gotta expose yourself to like more thin, chocolatey, minty shit. Do you remember? Did you ever go to Olive Garden and get those uh those Andes the, chocolate after dinner? Mints? Yes, those those are the only like mint chocolate things I really like. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> Hang on, let me. I before we go, I want to know what this mint chocolate Cliff Bar looks like. Oh my god. It's not showing me anything. Images. Enhance. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it. I don't I don't care. I'm gonna... Oh, that does look good. Yeah. I just needed something quick, man. Like I said, I, I woke up. It's got some caffeine in it. Yeah. Just a nice little pick-me-up. See, and it was taking me forever to wake up. I'm finally awake after talking to you, Daniel. Yeah, first, So thank you. Another thing that the, uh, the Cliff Bar has, it's got a shit ton of sugar. Ah! Oh, god damn it. Daniel, be careful, because diabetes will cause greater harm when you get coronavirus. I know, I have to be so careful. Alright, well, like I said, much distraction is happening here. I'll see you later. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so, hey, it's an adventure. My name is Victor Wright. Did uh, we do that? Yeah, I think I did that while you were gone. I introduced myself. Okay, good. So why don't you, you introduce yourself and then do an outro. Hey, hey guys, welcome to It's an Adventure. My name is Victor Wright. And then I'll do your outro. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. It's an adventure. See ya. See ya. Bye.